Mike the Hobbit here. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but it is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch night, so it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Also while tying it into the previous episode of GUI, so look forward to that too, because this comes out the week after the flagship hour-long episode. So make sure to check out GUI Nights, and uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there isn't going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away, unless you don't care about them that much. Welcome back to Beautiful Disasters, Schlock Abuse Edition. Dun, dun, dun. It's been a couple weeks, a couple months since we've gotten uh, some, some new Schlock Abuse in. And now that we have a wonderful and talented new co-host, <laughs> it seemed only fair that uh, you got a double dose. Yeah, no, it's it, you started torturing me before I even officially joined the podcast yes. with Dino Gore, and then you were like, oh great, we're so glad to have you, by the way, enjoy this hell. And so I, I said, gave oh, you one, you. Hunter assigned you one, I do believe. Yes, I got my assignment from Hunter yesterday, but I have not watched that one yet. That's okay. You know, you, you might need some time after this particular movie. I needed a palate cleanser after this particular movie. <laughs> I, oh my goodness, like I... I feel like you probably just need to eat a Tide Pod, right? I thought about it. Right. I don't even have Tide I would have to go out and buy a Tide Pod to eat. There you go. Or just, like, stand in, like, the middle of the Dollar Tree and just shove them in my face. Yeah. Or if you have that, like, old school, uh, like, Powder Tide, you can just rail that shit. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. I could go so. do that in the Lidl on Broad Street. That would be befitting of that Lidl. So, uh, <laughs> the movie that I bestowed upon you for schlock abuse was called what Groot gifted me murphy lawless with a beautiful film called amityville vibrator lovely it was made in 2020 by a director i used that word very loosely uh nathan rumler normally you know i like to be like you know at least they tried making a movie because every you know it's hard making movies and they're going out and having fun with friends. No, fuck this guy. Like I feel like I would have drowned this guy in the bogs that they repeatedly showed in slow motion because 
they needed it was another one of those films that like tried desperately to get to an hour so random things were slowed down for no fuck reason Mm. um i'm gonna read you the description on the back of this lovely box kathy moves into a new home and soon comes into contact with a vibrator with ancient evil powers it's up to two researchers to locate this possessed item before Kathy and anyone else she encounters becomes a sex slave for Satan. Featuring tons of explicit nudity, loads of gore, porn queen Mallory Maneater, real drug use, and enough blasphemy to send the viewer straight to hell, Annieville Vibrator is absolutely not for anyone easily offended and should be viewed by adults only. Perfect. So, I'm not going to say that those things were outright lies... But they are vast overstatements. Uh, and I swear to God, I like Dick less now that I've seen this film. <laughs> and the only real Dick in it that I know of was, in fact, the director's, which he showed in the most unflattering ways possible and would just pop it into a scene. Like, you know, you'd be looking at one thing and then it would just be a close-up of his penis peeing. And I was just like, oh, okay, so we're... Doing that again. So uh, let me give you a little backstory on how I acquired this. Please do. Um, I saw the cover art in some group somewhere. Someone actually posted this cover art somewhere? Yeah, I think it was probably the director probably trying to sell his shit. And it was like this shoddily drawn play on the Amityville house. Yeah. Amityville vibrator with a little tagline on it. And I was like, all right. And they weren't expensive. Okay, we'll just put Thank it there. Thank God. But, you know, I did I did buy this and one of his other releases, and uh, I'll probably spare you that one, you know. <laughs> I, you know, I spite-watched this entire film, because I was like, I'm not tapping out on my first official fucking schlock abuse. Fuck you. I'm going to torture myself for this shit. <laughs> fair, fair. The opening scene of this film, apart from, like, this is the house, and you're like, oh, okay, Cool, Amityville, I gotcha. It is a naked woman in a Baphomet head with a vibrator masturbating. Okay. Uh, So externally and then internally. Um, And it is, don't get me wrong, I love seeing naked women. Love seeing naked femmes. Love seeing, in general, naked people having a great time. But this, I thoroughly believe, was the most lackadaisical masturbation I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) I did not even see a glisten on the vibrator. I mean, not surprising because the camera work is some of the worst things that I've seen in and out of porn and all the schlocky movies I have seen. But yeah, so that starts. Um, and I'm like, okay, so Groots gave me porn. So the produ- Well, th- that's, that's giving a bad name to porn. Because well, porn usually has at least a certain bar of production value. Yes. I mean, it depends on the porn. Even the amateurish, you know... This is beyond amateur. Mother-stepson stuff. Oh. It's still, you know... That's a rough one to pull out of your back pocket. (laughs) I mean, isn't that what half of Pornhub is right now? I do not know. Oh, okay. Groots, I'm a monster fucker. I don't go to Pornhub. Oh, I haven't been to that site. I just just Google monster fucking gifs. Monster fucking (laughs) gifs. You brought this on yourself. Um, but this is going on and there's not a whole lot happening in the scene. 
The camera doesn't move. We don't get any sort of close-ups. And then a, f- a finger reaches in and turns on the light. And then a shotgun comes into view. And it is shotgun to face. And then the head is missing. Uh, huh. the, the goat head is not there. But they're like there is some splatter. And there's like the wiggly tongue thing a la Metalocalypse. And then we get credits. Uh, I was like, okay. okay. All right. Maybe. Obviously setting the scene for the rest of the movie. Oh, be- yeah. Totes. <laughs> Totes. Now there is a new goth girl moving into this house who apparently has just broken up with a boyfriend. And uh, there is, I know this because there was a very convincing conversation with her best friend, Roxy, where um, it involved the phrases, oh, shut up, you fucking necro. And I love you too, whoreface. Um, about them going to get, you know, all sorts of manner of implicants so that way she would forget all about the man, the blah, 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 blah. Uh, And then later that night she's masturbating again in, again, a very disinterested fashion, uh, thinking about her ex, and then she imagines him premature ejaculating on her face, and that's the end of the masturbation scene. Ah. Um, And then we immediately cut to them in the car the next day, and the camera work is still awful. They're driving through some fucking part of Ohio. And Oh no. Oh yes. This is all shot and set in Ohio? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, I didn't mean to give you that bad of a movie. Yeah, wow. Fuck, sorry. I'm glad that Ohio is what tipped it over the line for you. Oh, Ohio's an awful place. It is. I hope it burns to death. I don't hope it burns to death because my cousin at least finally got to work for a baseball team there, but I uh. I I'm sure that there's something redeeming about Ohio, but this film isn't it. I haven't found any. Um, but it's it's fucking terrible. They start talking about how, like, this family was killed in this house, a la Amityville. And then she's like, that's why I got such a sweet deal on this place. And they're like, more people should be knocked off at home when you think about it that way. Which, given the housing market, I can't quite disagree with them, but also maybe don't keep murdering people. Is that maybe the one clever line for the whole movie? No, it wasn't even that clever. They delivered it in the most wooden fashion imaginable. <laughs> like, oh, uh, boy. Stephen Wright would have been pr- proud of their flat face delivery for most of these wrong lines. So, uh, was the director just hiring, like, the most disinterested uh, strippers he could find? I think that That they're... were willing to do the work? Look, you would have had to pay a disinterested stripper way more for the shit they did. These had to be, like, friends or something. Like, I I just, Damn. I mean, I'm assuming that they couldn't afford, like, the real porn stuff. Because uh, Mallory Manator is a porn star on Pornhub um, and, you know, has, like, a genuine porn career. So I don't know why she did this. Was she the one um, in the opening scene or is she later? She's later. She's Roxy. She's the best friend. Oh, She's gotcha. the one that spends more time naked than the majority of the others. Um, I guess that that tracks. And then we cut to the dude who is the director, who is also apparently the girl's ex, who has the premature ejaculation problem, who uh, fucking won't either stop looking directly at the camera or straight up into the corner. Like the whole time. Anytime he's talking, it's straight at the camera or straight up into the corner. And he's fucking bad at everything he's bad at camera work he's bad at editing he's bad at directing and he's bad at acting and his dick looks awful i feel like i shouldn't shame him that much but fuck you i had to see your dick um (laughs) and there's a line that's uh this is worse than 9-11 and i don't even remember what it referred to but i was like that no no it was referring to the movie you're watching it is referring to the movie (laughs) that i'm watching um 
And then when we finally get out of that fucking scene of them just sitting in a goddamn van doing nothing but talking about the fact that they should do something to find the haunted vibrator, um, you get this fucking shot where it zooms out of a toilet. Like, the camera pulls out of the toilet for no fucking reason. There's nothing in the goddamn toilet. And then goes into her bedroom where she has purchased the vibrator at a fucking, like, yard sale that day from a dude that kind of looked like my partner, which was weird. Um, Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) But I didn't get to see him naked. Like, all I had to... The only dick I got to see was the director's, and it was just... So was there any, like, sound while this camera move was happening? There's there's some, like, background noise. Was it supposed to be, like, the Evil Dead, like, oh. They did stuff like that. Yeah, they made they made a few of those references. Like, they tried to reference some of the other, some other horror films. And, like, Amityville came up a lot because, like, there's just a lot. But they're, they're proceed to, like, zoom in and out of her vagina, um, like towards it like nothing is happening nothing is penetrating just zooming in and out like as close as it can get and then back out like and she's reacting like something is fucking her um, so I guess that was supposed to be the vibrator and then in the morning she woke up with different hair and looked like she had gotten tattooed so she probably got work done in between sessions because she got like a whole fucking chest piece done um, wow and <laughs> Jesus. then you know that was when I put together that it was in fact the director's dick that we kept seeing and I was really sad about it because it meant that I had the a possibility of seeing it again which I was correct um the uh I've just written a bunch of random notes because I don't fucking whatever um <laughs> I just was angrily scribbling like I was writing a fucking manifesto or some shit but like I wrote down crucifix dick um I think that they had, she had lesbian sex with her best friend, which was the most disinterested lesbian sex that I've ever seen. Like, they leaned in, they put their arms around each other, like, draped them on each other's shoulders, and then fell sideways. And then there was nudity. And I guess that's kind of how it works, but, like, neither of them seemed very enthused uh, until the end when one got up to, to go do something else, <laughs> and the other said... Where are you going? I'm trying to build a legacy. Uh, and that's <laughs> when uh, the crucifix came off the wall and they pulled the now upside down cross off the wall and it turned into the Jesus jackhammer. And then that was used. Uh, if anyone doesn't know what the Jesus jackhammer is, it is a cross with a dick as part of the elong- most elongated side. Gotcha. Um, glad I could help enlighten that part of the world for you a nun who is proselytizing comes up to that house of course the door opens so she goes in like you do completely invades this home she's gonna have the best time ever uh you would think that i thought that i was gonna get like (laughs) sexy nun time and i was actually like really hopeful for a moment i was like okay We've got the Jesus jackhammer. We've got, you know, two pretty attractive goth girls. We've got a nun. This is all setting up very well. She goes into the bathroom. The tap turns on. I was like, what? Wait, why is the why is the nun locked in the bathroom with the bathtub running? Are we drowning the nun in the bathtub? And then it just got really steamy. And then a spooky voice said, get off. And then wrote on the mirror, get off. So, um, yeah, make sure you climax. 
I guess. And then, well, if I know anything, yeah, about women, it, it is so easy to do that without being in the right headspace, right? Oh yeah, no, totally. It's um, completely. I you know, as a femme presenting person, I find that feeling disoriented and confused and invading random strangers' homes really helps me in my in my process. Um, disembodied voices telling you to get off yeah always does it for me i'll tell you yeah well i mean actually that might help but you know (laughs) um there's a refrigerator upstairs for some reason i don't fucking know and then um the nun starts watching the two of them go at it from the hallway and is you know just playing with herself doing nun stuff and then one of the girls you hear fly sounds a la amityville our main chick, Kathy, gets fly eyes, suddenly appears behind the nun with our, like, possessed vibrator, and stabs the nun in the back of the head through the mouth with the vibrator, not supposedly knocking out some of, some of her teeth. We see that part hit, but her face looks fine, and there's, like, nothing else when we look back at the nun. Okay. Also, suddenly, there's a creepy puppet man. Like a tiny puppet. Like one of the, like, slappy hey. puppets. <laughs> sitting in the room with them. All right. And she gets confused. So she goes to grab her friend to show them the creepy puppet man. Never mind the dead nun. And they get back and the puppet has put on a mustache. And somehow they don't recognize the puppet anymore. And she's like, I could have sworn. And then when they leave, oh the puppet God. rips off the mustache and there's evil laughter. Seriously. And then there's puppet dick. Well, at least it's just puppet dick. I just don't know why there was puppet dick. It just appeared. It, and then we get to see the director peeing again. Oh my god. So And then Jesus Christ. She inevitably gets seduced or taken something happens where she the puppet begins to fuck her. Um and the line that is said is Come all over my tits with that possessed puppet cock. And if I have to know that, so do you. Now that's gotta be the line for the movie. Because... One of the better ones. Where else are you gonna hear that line? Seriously. That's pretty awesome. Uh, And then at some point... Maybe Black Devil Doll, but like... I don't... It would be more ghetto than that. Well, you know, I don't don't even think we can... No. (laughs) Because next, like... The puppet has a voice. Of course he does. And then the vibrator speaks, and it is clearly floating through the air on wires with, like, a cheerful feminine buzzy voice. Like, yes, let me enter you. Get off on the sight of your friend's blood. Oh, right, the puppet then stabs her friend. I forgot about that part. Um, so now our Roxy, the Mallory Manator chick, is now dead. Except then she comes back with like all blood, all red demon, or all black demon eyes, excuse me. Um, and then all of this has happened, and you're like, okay, we're getting into like the horror part. No. Now we go back to the director in his fucking van with some other disinterested goth girl, and they go to the woods and they do mushrooms, actual mushrooms, for like 30 fucking minutes. That's half the movie. Yeah. There's a huge chunk of the movie that is them being absolute dumb fucks in the woods on mushrooms, recording each other. And they're recording the woods. And recording the water in the woods. And almost falling in the water in the woods on mushrooms. Oh my god. And it is 
the longest scene of the movie, and we still are getting these parts where they slowed the camera down to make it longer. And it just kept going. And you may ask yourself, was there some clue in the woods? No. They were giving themselves the day off, quote unquote. Oh my god. Okay, so does this movie end? It does. (laughs) How the fuck is that happening? Uh... So it turns out the dude who sold out the sold the vibrator is the killer of his family and was released from the asylum. He apparently the the chick that is now possessed by the vibrator is supposed to be his daughter because he took advantage of a nurse approximately around that time and we are murdering someone now. There is someone coming in their pants. I wrote not clear. There is footage of a dog that again has nothing to do with anything. There is some really shitty metal. There's more gore. Um, Thankfully, the director finally dies. He gets his hand cut off and his face cut off. Um, No one in this movie screams, by the way. At any point. Not during fucking. Not during murdering. Not during being murdered. No one screams during this movie. Well, I don't think they were getting permits for anything, so I imagine they probably had to be quiet where they were shooting. They were in a fucking house and in the woods doing mushrooms, Groots. They were in a neighborhood in a house you could at least pretend to like being fucked in a house maybe i don't know depends on the neighborhood (laughs) ohio sounds awful but i imagine that they at least rationalize that people occasionally make sounds when they get fucked (laughs) so the girl watches the dude get his hand cut off and then his face get off she doesn't do anything she just watches the puppet saw off his face with the, like, fake puppet dick out. So the puppet's the hero. Kinda, yeah. But then, the girl <laughs> goes in to deal with the puppet, and then we sit there and stare at the opening open doorway for a second, and then it cuts to our closing scene, uh, which is the puppet fucking that girl who is suddenly naked in the intestines while wearing the face that he cut off of the director... And holding a knife. And then there's some sort of ritual where it's not well shot and nobody is in frame or focus. And then the credits happen. And then our special closing scene was someone, I'm assuming the director again, jerking off on Jesus' face. Someone getting fucked with a crucifix, an actual crucifix, not the Jesus jackhammer. And a flower blooming between somebody's thighs and blood spattering on it. And some of the worst metal I've ever heard in my life. Wow. And that is the end of that movie. Uh, well, let me uh, let me just start with an apology. <laughs> and, I mean, the point of schlock abuse, of course, is to bestow... Uh, a bad movie that is so bad it's bad. Yes, yes. However, there have been instances in the past where I have uh, previewed a movie and decided against doing it. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the one reference I always go to is a movie called Dick Shark, which is awful. And the guy who made it, uh, it was the most indulgent bullshit. And he also somehow made this movie two and a half hours long. Jesus. So, it was... I mean, if we'd let these guys do mushrooms anymore, it probably would have been that fucking long. So, I... And this is this is my apology. I did not preview this movie. Oh, I know you didn't. And <laughs> I, from what you have told me, I would have not given this movie to you. 
Um, even though, I mean, I looked at it and I was like, well, it's called Am- Amityville Vibrator. It looks like it's a righteous, like, like super Z grade, low budget trash. And it's only 60 minutes long, 63 right. minutes long. You're thinking gore. You were thinking probably like naked religious icons, whatever. I, I, I read the shit. back. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that it was like legitimately just shitty porn and a little bit of gore. Some very untalented pervs, like reason to you know be and, really really over the top and you know i don't want to i don't want to even like shit on the like the other people that were in this movie and you know it may have been some sort of like fun thing between friends but it really just felt like this director's really awkward vision and pushing like i i just don't know why i kept having to see his dick I just it wasn't involved. Well, that was his vision. He wanted you to see his dick. Apparently, I just. But it looks like if someone punched Gonzo in the nose. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I just. I have. It hurt me. (laughs) Well, as much as I uh, regret assigning this movie without having watched it, and it's probably gonna be a divisive episode because i don't think anyone ever is going to get any enjoyment out of this movie but maybe they can chuckle along this episode if they get enjoyment out of me being tortured by something i was genuinely hoping to enjoy and ended up making my insides drier than i thought possible um then you know what (laughs) i uh (laughs) well it's a it's a rare occasion that a schlock abuse movie turns out to be good enough that someone enjoyed it on some level i think the one time it did it was like you did that on purpose where you gave hunter a movie you thought he'd like maybe i was just feeling you know generous i think it was the return to sleepaway camp one. Oh yeah yeah something in any case yeah i think we we've we've gone pretty bad from time to time and obviously this was uh maybe maybe i uh i overcorrected. i was like <laughs> new host Got to break host in. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I think I gone, went too far. And then I spite watched it. So which means that I am essentially the perfect host, which is weird for me to say. And now that I've immediately made that joke, I am deeply uncomfortable. Um. Well, hopefully uh, Hunter's, ep- you know, a movie for you will be uh, not as uh, not as much of a train wreck as is this a uh, piece of uh, garbage? All I know is that it's called like Bus from Hell or something and it's got Tara Reed in it. Uh, it'll suck, but it won't suck like this. I mean, I watched Scrubs. She was okay in that. Oh, okay. But uh all right. So, let's wrap this up. I'll apologize one more time before we we do the outro stuff. Sorry. <laughs> hey man, all good. My my partner and I watched Brain Scan after this as a palate cleanser. And that was a lot of fun. There you go. So. That's a that's a good bad movie. Yeah, it is. It is. So uh, I have to come up with a fitting retribution for you. I've got I've got my plan for Hunter, but I need to find one that'll. The time it, it will happen. You know these <laughs> everything comes around with schlock abuse. That's that's one thing I have definitely learned. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So uh, beautiful disasters. You can find us on Facebook at Beautiful Disasters Podcast. You can contact us directly with uh, recommendations for regular episodes, for schlock abuse episodes, whatever you want. 
Uh, reach us directly, beautifuldisasterspodcast at gmail.com. Also, hit us up on Instagram and follow us there. It is beautiful underscore disasters underscore podcast. Um, we're planning to post a bunch more pictures. We'd love to get some stuff from our fans, um, from our listeners, even if you're not a fan. Uh, yeah, just hit us up on there. Let us know what you're watching, what you're enjoying, and what you fucking hate. So I'm willing to bet that the cover art for this movie that I just subjected you to is not available online. You might have to actually take a picture of the cover. <laughs> actually, I Googled it, and it did come up. It did up. come up? Okay. Yeah. Like I, I actually I, scanned it and put it out. It's It's on there. It's on the internet somewhere. Oh, I just realized that now I can recognize that. In the window, it's the puppet and her with the bug eyes and the vibrator. No. No. Look at that. So that's where you can find us. Uh, please check out all of the different shows on the GUI network. Uh, there's a whole mess of them, and they're mm-hmm. all fun. Uh, outside of that, what oh. you Make sure you check us out at GUIPodcast.com, especially because that's where you can find our link to Tee Public. get you some sweet, beautiful Disasters merch, get you some awesome Geeks Under the Influence merch. I guarantee that if you want to be friends with me and I see you wearing these things, I will come up and I will bother you because I will be so excited. That's the way to do it. <laughs> Hell yes. All right. So that will conclude this lovely return to shit form. <laughs> My brain is numb. Thank you. I think I'm bleeding from my nose. Sorry. <laughs> so, for Beautiful Disasters, I've been the Groots. Murphy Lawless. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hey guys, Scotty P here with Smash on your left, and we are the Geek Fathers. That's right, bringing all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So welcome to our world. And as always, join us or cry. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com. 